This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everybody. This is the Cricket Badger podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. The name badger probably comes from the French word bêche, meaning digger. Hello everybody, welcome along to another edition. It's the Cricket Badger Podcast. I'm James taking you through, as always... First of all, thank you very much to moonrisecricket.co.uk for the support of our content from the Indian Premier League. Very much appreciated that they're on board. And you'll have seen on recent podcasts, we did the preview, we went through each of the various franchises. But one thing that we always look out for ahead of an Indian Premier League is the youngsters, the uncapped brigade that are going to be making their way in the tournament. All teams need uncapped talent and many of the household names that we see around the IPL, they all started somewhere. There's some serious young Indian talent at IPL 2020, and many of you, I'm sure, won't be aware of too many of them. Let's take a look at some of the youngsters that have life-changing opportunities over the next few weeks in the UAE. And to help me do that, it's an old friend of the Cricket Badger podcast, Akash Siva Subramania. Welcome back. How are you? I'm fine, James. How are you? How are everybody? How are people supporting the Crick Badger? I yeah. hope everybody is fine. And yeah, buzzing for the IPL. You were in England when we did the Ashes and the World Cup podcasts through those tournaments, but you're back in India now, aren't you? Working out there? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently working for an organization called Sports Cafe. We're really buzzed and ready for the IPL. As, I mean, we've all lost a lot of months without any sports, so. It's good to have life sports back, friendly. Yeah, and the IPL's uh, a fantastic competition. It's going to be slightly different, though, Akash, isn't it? Not in India, probably not going to have fans in there either. So maybe a slightly more, without the razzmatazz, but the cricket, I mean, we've seen in England over the last few months, the cricket has still been of a very good standard, despite the fact no crowds have been in there. So it's going to be different, but it's still going to be really good. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be slightly different, but it's not going to be entirely different. Uh, because always there have been crowd up and down, I would say. But uh, the the 
the main focus or the main emphasis is, is always on cricket and uh, like after cpl we have ipl and it's it's really good to have t20 back because we've had a long long wait for uh, these competitions especially given that it it was supposed to start in march so it's quite a wait to get ipl back finally well I, i spoke to you the other day and we talked about some of the youngsters that are going to be playing in this ipl it's always a feature of the tournament, isn't it? You know, each of the sides, they, they need, obviously, the overseas stars. They need their homegrown stars. But you need to make that 11 have some serious young quality in there. Every every franchise needs to have one uncut player in there. So we're going to go through the eight franchises and look at some of the youngsters that might get their chance this time around. And obviously, we'll start with CSK. We'll do it in alphabetical order as we've been doing it through the various previews so far. And you sent me a list of players. I've added a couple in there as well. But looking at CSK, they're always a side that is very good at bringing in some youngsters. MS Dhoni, if he likes a young talent, it doesn't matter how old they are, they'll throw them in. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's the key aspect that we will be looking at when, when we're talking about CSK. And in the past as well, we've seen a lot of talents come in, uh, including last season, uh, the, the season before actually, when we saw Deepak Chah coming in. And he's quite made a wave uh, around with the, with the new ball bowling. And he's made it into the Indian team as well. So CSK is always a well-settled unit, but they do have in like one or two players who can quite create a wave around, if, if you could say. Uh, so the season two, they'll they, they'll have uh, quite a few players to look out for. Well, let's start with the uh, one of them, a right-handed batsman, Rutaraj Gayakwad. He's 23 years old. May get his chance this time, Akash, because obviously Suresh Rainer is going to miss at least the start of the competition. So there's a spot there up for grabs, and Gayakwad might take that. Yeah, uh, that that's been the talk uh, around in CSK camp that Rutaraj Gayakwad may very well get his chance, and it's not just because of that. Uh, if you actually look into the interviews and all of that, uh, you'll find out that MS Zuni had called him an intelligent cricketer. So when Amazon is sports and talent and he calls somebody intelligent, that means he's actually that. And uh, Prithraj Gekwad has actually ex- been ex- exceptional in not only uh, the domestic cricket, but he's also played for India A where he's had like fabulous knocks. And he's temperamentally a good batsman. He kind of is in the same mold of uh, Suresh Raina. And he can, he can clear the fence as well. So pretty much, I would say, a like-to-like replacement. But... Uh, as far as experience, he wouldn't have that, uh, obviously. The Indian domestic T20, it's the Syed Mushtaq Ali T20 trophy. And Gerkwood was the second highest scorer in that, wasn't he? He got 419 runs, strike rate of 146.5. He's obviously got some serious potential there. Yeah, he knocks the ball quite a few. It's incredible how he does it. If you, if you actually watch him closely, he has the temperament not to just bat in T20, but also in the longer format. So I think... He's a really intelligent cricketer. And uh, the only uh, bad sign you'd say is that he he still has to wait another one week uh, to get past his uh, tests and stuff for, for COVID-19. After that, he'll be, I think he'll be front liner for British right now. Let's move on to another one of the CSK youngsters. Another 23-year-old. I think he turns 24, actually, during the competition. A, a base price purchase, but he's a slow left armour. And that's Ravi Sai Kishori, Tamil Nadu player. He's played t- um, 22 T20s in his time, taken 25 wickets in that time. Best of four for six and an economy rate of 5.45 in there. So I've seen a few of the sort of former players in, in their previews. They've been talking about some of the emerging players to look out for. And, and this lad gets quite a few mentions. 
Yeah, he gets quite a few mentions. I'll tell you why exactly. Because I've seen him closely. Uh, for Tamil Nadu, Dinesh Karthik actually uses him as a new ball bowler. So he has the ability to bowl with the new ball. And it, as you know, a lot of spinners don't really like the new ball in at least the white ball format. So he has that skill and he has, he has an exceptional uh, kind of consistency. He hits the target and he, he kind of is like Ravindra Jadeja. But slightly, he can even toss the ball and he can uh, create a few uh, troubles in, in the mind of Paxton. And that, that's one of the reasons that he is leading the charts actually for uh, in the side of faculty. And another uh, thing for CSK, if you would say that uh, they've all converted these small, small time spinners or even spinners into a big, into a big thing. So... I would say he might get a few chances, but I'm not sure how many chances he would get because Ravindra Jadeja is obviously still there in the unit and they have a lot of leg spinners. So it might be tough, but he's, when he when his turn comes, I'm sure he will deliver the goods. His chances have improved a little bit because Harbhajan sings out the competition, aren't they? So he's gone up at least one rung in the, in the pecking order. Yeah, he's gone one round, but he still has plenty of names, plenty of international stars, Imran Tahir, the Mitchell Santos. Plenty of people ahead of him, but I would say he's an exceptional talent, and I'd say he'd get a chance at least one or two, and I'm I'm really optimistic about that. Moving on to the the final CSK player, and I, I don't know too much about this lad. Um, he's 24 years old, right hand back, wicket keeper as well. Narayan Jagadeesan. Tell me a bit about him. He's pretty much I would say an aggressive uh, batsman, kind of a Shane Watson mold kind of a batsman, and he's been there for. Uh, at least four years in the local T20 circuit. As far as I can remember, I've seen him in, in the domestic competition for at least six years now. So he's been there in Tamil Nadu, around Tamil Nadu cricket for a, for quite a while. And he knows how to bat in those conditions. So if if a batsman can play very well in in conditions like Chennai, I think he would do a great job in Dubai or even, even those conditions because it's pretty much... Similar in nature because it's going to be sluggish. It's not going to be a pacey wicket like your Perth and all of that. So he's a really good talent. Um, but again, the concern with him is that he's a wicketkeeper batsman. So in Chennai with Amazonia round, I don't, I don't think how many, I don't know how many opportunities he'll get. But if he gets one, it'll be straight up the order. It won't, it won't be lower down the order. If you're going to pick one of those players, Gayakwad, Kishore, or Jagadeesan to actually star in this IPL, which is the most likely? Uh, the most likely is Rutraj Gekwad because he absolutely fits in the right shoes. I, w- I wouldn't say he can fill in the right shoes, but I'd say he, he pretty much has the goods in him to uh, fill in Suresh Rainer's shoes. Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalised message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket. Let's play. Just one on the list from Delhi Capitals, and that's Tushar Deshpande, 25 years old as well, left-hand bat, left-hand medium bowler. Where do you see him fitting in, and will he get his chance this time around? He absolutely will get his chance. Uh, I tell you why as well, because Tushar Deshpande has been has been like 
a crazy name thrown up in the circuit and he's he's pretty fast and he has the variations and he he knows how to bowl a yorker and uh, with delhi capitals we have always seen that the core is pretty much is pretty much well set so it's very difficult for a batsman to come in and take a take a spot so i'd say being a bowler i think he'll he'll get a chance surely he'll get a chance and he's been performing really well so i think um in those conditions with the cutters he would be he'd be really effective there's a couple on the list that really interest me from the Kings 11, Akash. The first one is Ravi Bishnoir, who's 20 years old, right-hand bat, leg-break bowler. Took 17 wickets in six under-19 games in the World Cup earlier on this year. And obviously working under Anil Kumble and on UAE surfaces, which everybody's suggesting is going to take some spin, it could be a real, a real opportunity for him, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be a real opportunity. I think he would step up and if he actually... Uh, watch the tournament, you would see that I don't think he belonged to that level. He belonged to a higher level and he was absolutely, it's a nightmare for batsmen. And they couldn't figure out what, which end he was bowling, which uh, delivery he was bowling. It's a bit more like, I'd say, uh, Shane won during the early early years against England. It was pretty much that uh, with all the googlies and the leg, leggy, the normal conventional leggies and the flippers. And uh, uh, another crazy fact about him is his control. He can land six deliveries in the same spot and he can do it day in and day in, uh, day in and day out. So I think working alongside Kumble is going to be a plus for him. And I, I surely think he would get an opportunity given that uh, Ashwin is not anymore with the Kings 11 for job. So he'll get an opportunity for sure. The, the other player we've got down on our list from Kings 11 is Ishan Parel, 22 years old. He's a former India under-19 player as well. Added pace as well um, to his uh, repertoire. May not be an automatic pick, though, right from the start. But if he gets his chance, he's got some weapons, hasn't he? Ishan Parel, actually, if, you, uh, if you've been following him, he's, he's, he's been there, he's been around uh, the Indian squad and the uh, under-19 squad. So basically, he was part of the 2018 Under-19 World Cup. And he's been there for two years. But it was just this year, when he, play, when he turned out for Bengal in the Ranji Trophy, he absolutely smashed the stumps. And he clearly created a mess out of the stumps. So, his pace, he, he can absolutely touch 150 on a regular basis and he can clearly operate between the 148s and all of that easily. So another rare find in India because we don't obviously encounter bowlers every day who can bowl at those crazy numbers. So he's definitely a good find. It, it's just how temperamentally would he fit in, in, in with, the, with the rest of the team, which would matter. If he does fit in, I think he genuinely has a chance that he could be the top he could take up. So uh, just to, to look back on the Kings eleven, then, Bishnoir Parel, which one are you going to pick out as the, the one to really watch? Which one's going to get their chance and take it? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much mixed in between them, especially given that Anil Kumble is part of the franchise. I think Ravi Bishnoi might get a few more opportunities, but uh, if you really ask me who's the better one here, I think Ishan Porel would be better suited for the franchise because they already have spinners. So I think Ishan Porel might really trouble the batsman with his pace and he also has the variations in the offer. So I think Ishan Porel might be the pick out of it. Let's move on to uh, KKR then. Kolkata Knight Riders, uh, Manimaran Siddharth, 21-year-old, right-hand bat, slow left-arm bowler. What do you see his uh, role in the side and, and do you think he'll get his opportunities? What does he have to offer? Well, with KKR, we always, uh, at least this season, we all always talk about the Russells and the Bantons for an obvious reason. 
is is another left arm spinner from Tamil Nadu. So why I would say he he would be a player to watch out is because they don't have a they don't have a plethora of options when it comes to leg spinners or when it comes to left arm spinners. So since Dinesh Karthik knows him pretty well and he can bowl in the power plays, and that, that could be a really good pick. And we've seen Sunil Narayan up and down with injuries in the CPL. So even he misses a game or two, they could. change a lot of players up and down i mean tom banton can fit in so if tom banton fits and somebody has to fit in for sunil nagin as a bowler so i i think uh, manimal siddharth might get a chance but i don't think he would be a sure shot uh, start up the franchise another one kamlesh nagakoti 20 years old right arm fast bowler now i've been reading up a little about him and he's had a load of injuries in his young career a lot of uh, fast bowlers get that don't they they struggle to really cope as their bodies grow and they're trying to bowl fast but looking at what dinesh karthik has said about him prior to the tournament he's he's basically been quoted as saying he's bowling at 150 clicks and he's a a, a gun fielder as well in the same quality as uh, ravinder jadeja which is some praise that isn't it is do you see him being a, a real impact player in this tournament Well, I wish he could be a real impact player, but the issue with him is pretty much like a Pat Cummins uh, case study. So when Pat Cummins came in as a bowler, he played really well, but then he got injured for a long, long, long spell, and then he had to then build up his repertoire again and then become another, become the top pacer he is. So I say he might not become an immediate success, but uh, given that the franchise he has been really backing him so much. Uh, I would say he can be a good bowler in the next one or two years. It would be a work in progress, and by next year he probably would be a star. On the basis of what you said, then it'll be Siddharth over Nagakoti. Then, if you're going to pick one to really seriously watch in this tournament, well, it'll be Nagakoti. The thing is, I, as I mentioned before, uh, looking at paces in India is a quite lower chances than uh, looking at spinners. So, A guy bowling at 150 clicks every over is is a real delight to watch. So I'd say Kamlesh Nagarkoti would be more pleasing to the eye. Mumbai Indians, then my team next, and just one on the list for them. They've got a history of bringing through some some really good young talent. But Mosin Khan is the the man you've got on your list here, 21 years old. Tell us a little bit about Mosin. So the reason that I I got in Mosin Khan as a player to watch out uh, is pretty much what he does. He's a left arm pacer. He doesn't threaten you when when he uh, with his run up. He doesn't threaten you, but when he gets the ball and when he lands the ball in perfect spot, gets a little fizz and extra fizz that that kind of get let's a little taller uh, than a normal pacer would bowl at, and it would get the splice of the batsman. So it'd be interesting to see that in the IPL because we all know that Mumbai Indians are packed and they they already have two brilliant left arm pacers. In you know Mitchell McLennigan and your Trent Bolt, so it'd be difficult for Mohsen Khan to get a chance. But if he gets a chance, that's what you have to look out for. So he hits the batsman splice and he gets the wicket. On that basis, though, with only four overseas allowed, if you've got a young talent that can do a similar job to one of the overseas, it gives him the advantage because it means they can look for the overseas elsewhere, doesn't it? In the eleven, exactly. That's uh, that's one of the reasons I, I I think that Mumbai went with him. Because they they clearly know what what they're doing, I, especially in the options. They know that they're picking a player because of a certain ability, be it your Nathan Coulter-Nile or be it anyone. So they they clearly know the abilities that he brings in, oh, like brings to the table. So it'd be a really good option. But I I I don't think they would uh, go past your Trent Bolt and Mitchell McLennigan because that would be. 
facing two specialist T20 bowlers. No, I would say good T20. Royal Challenges Bangalore, the perennial underachievers, but I think they're going to have a really good tournament this time around. Let's start with the, the more unheralded of the two youngsters that you've mentioned, um, Shabazz Ahmed, 25 years old, slow left armour again. How do you see him? Do you think he's going to get his chance in a in a star-studded RCB lineup? He might get his chances because because of what he has to offer. He's not just a left arm bowler who can spin the ball or who can just float the ball and drift the ball. But he also has that long blade and he can smash the ball. So if RCB are looking for an option, blow down the order. If they don't, or for example, don't pick Moeen Ali for that spot, they might pick Shabazz Ahmed who can do a pretty similar job. And he can also go from ball one so he can hit it out of the park. So if they're looking for different combinations and permutations, I'd, I'd say they would go with uh, Shabazz Ahmed. The next man that we're going to mention is one I've read an awful lot about. A lot of people are talking about Devdut Padikal. He's 20 years old, a left-handed batsman who has basically been smashing the ball all over the place in domestic cricket in the last 12 months. 1,838 runs in 38 matches across all formats last year. He's got a, a good T20 record in 12 T20 matches that he's played so far. 589 runs at an average of 64.44, a strike rate of 175.75, one century, 550s. So in half of those games, he's got more than 50 runs at least. And a lot of people saying that Virat Kohli really likes this kid and Aaron Finch might have him as an opening partner. Exactly. So, so last season he was part of the franchise, but he did not get to play. And after that, he just went on a crazy run. If you look at him back, he looks effortless. I mean, his, his flicks are just like stack and then it goes for a six. It goes for a huge six. You wouldn't even notice that, but it, it travels a lot. So he's that kind of a player. He looks very classical, but once he starts hitting, it just clears the fence every time. And I've heard that RCB at, are, are changing around their unit to accommodate him. And I've also heard that ABD is going to keep instead of Parthiv Patel so that they can accommodate Dave this particular. So I think that says a lot of franchisee doing all, all sorts of things that they could to accommodate such a talent talks a lot about him. So I don't think we'd have to add any more to it. He tops. He was the top scorer in the uh, Vijay Hazari Trophy and in the Saeed Mushtaq Ali Trophy last season. He's obviously got plenty of talent. I've had a look at a couple of videos of him in the nets as well. And as you say, he looks he looks quality. You, you never can quite guarantee, because it's a step up, isn't it, into an IPL franchise team. It's a step up. How confident would you be that he's going to actually smash the ball around and, and actually take that step up in his stride? The main thing for, an, for a youngster coming into an IPL franchise is the captain's trust. Uh, you've seen how a captain's trust has, has won a lot of games, be it Rohit Sharma, be it MS Dhoni. And this year, we I mean, we sort of sense that Virat Kohli is absolutely trusting Dave that particular to go from ball one. So that trust alongside his form, I'd say he'd, he'd, be, he'd be a real gem of a player and uh, he might surprise a lot of them. He might even turn up as their leading run scorer, to be honest. Given, given that he, he might face a lot of more balls and more deliveries than Virat Kohli is an ABD so I, I'd say he'd be a definite find and a pick of the tournament. So would Dev Padikal be your pick for RCB then if we're going to pick one of their youngsters? Absolutely. I would sense he's already a starter and he's already buzzing to hit it from the ball one, so I'd say he's the pick for me. 
Let's move on to Rajasthan Royals then. And in, in the preview, which I did with the guys from the Edges and Sledges podcast, we, we described Rajasthan Royals as being a quite a modest team. And I don't mean that cruelly. They are more than happy to throw in some youngsters. They don't necessarily need the big glamour boys to do that. So there are opportunities at Rajasthan if you are a, a quality youngster. And we've got three on the list here that have a chance that are in the squad this time around. Let's start with Indian under-19, Kartik Tayagi, right arm fast bowler, young quick bowler, made his debut at the age of 16 in first class cricket as I say Rajasthan like their youngsters he's got some good Yorkers in his armory as well some deceptive Yorkers Kartik Tayagi could he be a star of this tournament I'd say he'd be a star uh, but the only aspect for him or the only trouble that might be there for him is or would be his consistency uh, we've seen that he can when he when he acts, absolutely lands the ball in the right places as we have witnessed in the India Australia game under 19 World Cup can absolutely smash the batsman and he can make him look like club level critical. But when he does not do it, that's when he kind of struggles. So he might be a really good player, but that's what he has to look out for. He has to look out for keeping his shape and maintain consistency throughout four overs. So that would be a struggle for him coming coming a top-notch level from, say, the under-19 level. So that might be the initial trouble for him. But I'd say... Over the course of the tournament, he might get a lot of opportunities. Well, Kartik Tayagi, he's 19. There's two other 18-year-olds that we've got in the list for Rajasthan Royals. Um, Jashavsvi Jaiswell, 18 years old, left-hand bat, leg-break bowler, but he was top scorer in the Under-19 World Cup, man of the tournament in that event. He's got some quality as well. There's some re- I mean, It's quite exciting, this. I mean, just to break away from the actual talking about the players themselves, but going through this list, there is a lot of serious young talent in India, isn't there? And it makes it a very exciting tournament to see some of these maybe getting their opportunity. Exactly. Yashasri Jaiswal is a real eye-opener kind of a story. Yashasri Jaiswal actually moved to Mumbai when he was 10 years old. And he's been doing all kinds of jobs to to keep his cricket going. He's even worked worked in the streets as a. He's he's been selling snacks and stuff. And he's been he's been a real revelation in the Under 19 World Cup, as you can as you clearly mentioned. And looking at him bad, it really, I mean, it it looks very effortless. It's, I I don't know if it's just him or it's just left-handers. When you look at them bad, it's it's just effortless with the with the way they bat. He surely must be one of those uh, batsmen. I would really rate him, say, on level with David Padikal, and these two could clearly light up the tournament. He was the youngest player to make a list a century. He scored 203 from 154 balls for Mumbai in the Vijay Hazari Trophy. 17 fours and 12 sixes in that knock. He can hit sixes as well. He's not played a T20 much, but I don't think on the basis that he's obviously dominated list A to some degree, that the shortened version would be too much of a challenge for him, would it? I'd say it would not be a challenge, but the only issue might be that he'd be facing international bowlers and would be facing world-class bowlers right from the ball go. So that might be a that might be a challenge for him. I mean, he, he would be facing Jofra in the net, so I don't think he would need more practice in that. And he'd be ready for the tournament. Fed up of collecting your team's matchday subs? Worried about carrying cash post-COVID-19? Try slateapp.co.uk. Less contact than contactless. Slate, the smartest way to collect weekly match fees and more. Download the app, slateapp.co.uk. Not just for cricket, any clubs that collect subs. It just makes sense. Stick it on the slate. Slateapp.co.uk. The last of the guys on the list from the Royals, 18-year-old as well, right-handed batsman, and Ryan Parag. Tell, tell me a bit about him. So interestingly, Ryan Parag has already played the IPL. He's already played for the Royals and he knows 
he knows how to pack a punch and if you if you describe him as a batsman i'd say he would is a mixture of dhoni and a guy like suresh raina he can knock the ball <laughs> that, and that's, get that's not that's not bad that's not bad praise that's clearly not bad and he's just 18 so and when he smashes the ball it looks effortless but it travels a huge 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 man so i'd say rian parag in short is a definite find i don't know how people have missed him from the list but i'd say he'd be definitely breaking the doors i think this season because royals would need him in the middle order they don't clearly have a good middle order because ben stokes might miss a part of the tournament so i would say rian parag will slot in straight away and he'll start uh, breaking the doors so of those three that we've just mentioned for for rajasthan parag jaswal and tayagi who's the most likely to really succeed this time around well i'd say jaswal because he's clearly the opener and openers get the advantage in t20s because they face more deliveries so i'd say ssc jaswal and he's truly a generational talent and if he doesn't break the indian colors and in, say the next 6 years i'd be disappointed but you obviously rate parag as well from what you said there you'd you'd put him slightly just behind him would you I I put him slightly behind him because he does he won't get to face a lot of deliveries but Rian Parag definitely can hit the ball. Let's move on then to the uh, final of our T20 franchise teams in the IPL and that's Sunrisers Hyderabad who have always been a good hunting ground for for young talent and we've got four on the list from Sunrisers so no surprise he's there. We'll start off with with Virat Singh 22 years old likely to play as well. The Sunrisers have identified their middle order and quite rightly is being a little bit of a problem. Once Warner and Bairstow get out and yeah, they expose that middle order early. It has let them down at times. In 56 T20s, 1552 runs at an average of just shy of 40. 45 6s though in those uh, matches as well. So he can hit a big ball too, Akash. Yeah, absolutely. Uh Bressing if you actually watched him in the side most likely is he was a run accumulator and he single-handedly took jakan into the into the later stages so i'd say a very good batsman a very good find and he can play the spinners very well which is one of the key components for a batsman in the ipl because there'll be obviously a lot of world class spinners on play and another thing is running between the wickets he can run between the wickets and given david warner and johnny bestow are going to obviously farm more strike uh they they need a batsman like him in the middle order in case they fail and let they, they were rightly exposed in the middle order last season so they would want virat singh and he he has the capability to score runs and he can even hit the even even clear the boundaries and change gears so is really good pick and i'd be hoping for him to play a really good hand for uh, sunrisers This next lad is a, a guy I've seen mentioned quite a few times as well by some previous players. Abdul Samad, 18 years old, um, averaged nearly 40 in his debut first-class season in domestic T20. Got a strike rate of uh, 136.36 and an average of 40 as well in that uh, competition. So he's obviously got a bit of pedigree behind him. He's a promising player. He's not just a promising player. He can, I would say, if he clears a uh, clears a ball in Chennai, it it might even travel to Bangalore. That. pretty much like 350 kilometers so it can travel that that long he's that bigger hitter and he's is a perfect use of patan prototype and uh, out it be really interesting to see him clear the boundaries because he does it so effortlessly he just clears the boundaries he ducks his tee and all of that and then he just walks back to the strike and then clears another one so he's that kind of a batsman he is so effortless and he can clear the ball left right and center 
There's a couple of names on the list as well for Sunrisers. Priyam Garg, the under-19 captain for India in the uh, recent World Cup. What does he bring to the party? Is he somebody that will start for Sunrisers or will he have to wait his turn? I'd say he would have to wait for his turn, given that Virat Singh might edge him in terms of uh, in terms of T20 format. But again, Priyam Garg is an exceptional batsman and he's, he's pretty much a very classical batsman, a Rahane kind of a batsman. So, it's good that they have him because they can use, they can use, I mean, the, if there is one franchise that can make the best use of uh, youngsters, that is Sunrisers. Because VVS Lakshman knows how to spot a talent and he knows how to groom one as well. So, I'd say he wouldn't get to play a lot, but obviously in terms of calibre, he's right up there. That, that's why he's he's the keeper of the under-19 side. Finally, the last of the youngsters, and there are a few more that we've not even got round to talking about as well, but Abhishek Sharma, all-rounder, um, he's 19 years old. He sounds like a good player as well. He definitely is a good player, and to be honest, he made his debut in 2018. Immediately, the, the first impression for all of them were, oh, we have another Yuvraj Singh in play. And he was clearing the, clearing the boundary so effortlessly, he was bowling those overs and getting those wickets. After his move to SA Sunrisers, he's kind of stalled a bit because he's not got a lot of opportunities. Uh, I'd be I'd be really waiting to see if he would get an opportunity. Given that they don't have Shakib this season, they don't have the luxury of world-class all-rounders. So I think they would trust Abhishek Sharma to do a, pretty much a similar job. And he has the caliber. He re- he's shown it with the Delhi uh, franchise earlier. And that season, he averaged 63, of course, helped with the not out. He's clearly a really good batsman and he can clear the boundary. So I'd, I'd say a dual role as an all-rounder, he would start games for Sunrisers uh, because Shakib is not there. Virat Singh then, Abdul Samad, Priyam Garg and Abhishek Sharma from the Sunrisers. Pick me two of those to uh, add to our list of uh, to make 10 for the ones to watch for the Cricket Badger podcast. So I'd say Abdul Samad. I mean, clearly he can clear the ball and Abhishek Sharma because Abhishek Sharma kind of is an X-factor with the ball as well. So, if they're going to bank him on a, on filling those shoes of Shakti Balasan, which is not easy, he surely he has the caliber to do it and uh, he'll get a lot of play, a, a lot of game time. So, of course, I'd go with Abhishek Sharma and Abdul Samad. Well, I'm going to run down the list of the 10 that we've uh, highlighted amongst those uh, very serious young talents that are going to be coming along to IPL 2020. While I'm reading these out, Akash, think about your top three. I'm going to come, to, come back to you in just a second. But, for CSK, we looked at uh, Rutteresh Gaikwad. For uh, Delhi Capitals, it was Tushar Deshpand. For RCB, Devdut Padikal. Sounds like he's got a real future ahead of him. For Rajasthan Royals, Rian Parag and Yash... Oh, God, I never say his name. Yashashvi Jaisvel. I struggle. For uh, Rajasthan. For KKR, it's Kamlesh Nagatkoti. For Mumbai Indians, Mosin Khan. Kings 11, Ravi Bishnois, and for Sunrisers Hyderabad, it's Abdul Samad and Abhishek Sharma. The top three from the uh, 10 that I've just read out there, Akash. I'd say uh, David Padikal, because he's going to be a starter for uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore, and we know how good a batting unit uh, RCB are, so if they're going to bank him and if they're going to trust him uh, to open the order, I think he, he has the talent. Uh, second, I would say, is Abdul Samad. Given that there's a lot of hype around him, I, I would say he would, he's going to he's going to really live up to the expectations and potential, and he's going to have a good tournament. 
the third is quite tricky because i would have to think one of ruturaj gekwad or ravi bishnoi but given that ruturaj gekwad might get a lot of opportunities i'll say it would be ruturaj gekwad but it's a, it's it's quite a close competition i it can also be ravi bishnoi because ravi bishnoi might get that get a few chances so it'd be one of them well i'll let you have four instead of the three did you do those in order then was it um, palikella's being your your favorite well i I've, i've seen him closely so i i'd say he's a exceptional talent and he's quite on par with say yashasvi jaiswal but i mean he has it in him and he's so effortless so that's the reason that i went with is it particular devdup panikal then as the number one young player to watch in ipl 2020 followed shortly behind by abdul samad and then rutaraj gaykwad and ravi bishnoir so plenty of really good young talent spread all the way through the various franchises as well it'd be wrong of me ashkash to get you on here to talk just about the youngsters tell me how you see this tournament going i don't know if you've listened to the uh, cricket badger podcast previews of the tournament but we've basically put up csk as being possibly the favorites to win it rcb mumbai indians and delhi capitals not too far behind would you agree with that i i would have a different opinion i i wouldn't say CSK, you, you always CSK do <laughs> going, yeah no i mean I, i i i support csk but i wouldn't think they would go into the tournament as favorites given that they have to fill raina and harbhajan it's, it's not a easy thing if if you really ask me i say mumbai indians would start as favorites they have everyone fit they have everyone ready and they have everyone in form so they just have to slot the right combinations and they'll have the trophy the one thing we did say was that the when they when they sat down to buy their players at the auctions they were they were thinking of buying their teams for the wankhede stadium or you know whatever their home ground is in india uae is going to be a different kind of challenge isn't it you know especially with potentially used pitches as we go through a very condensed tournament in the uae just three grounds being used as well spinners coming into the equation a lot more as the tournament goes through some maybe slow sluggish pitches maybe not the high scoring games that we sometimes used to yeah we might not find a lot of high scoring games and uh, rightly so it's going to be on on the slower and drier uh, kind of a surface um, that's that's ideally where mumbai indians also are a little bit lacking on but i'd say given that they know how to win competitions and they know how to bank on this stuff so i mean it's kind of an obvious thing that Uh, Mumbai and CSK are going to be in top four of any T20 league. So I'd say Mumbai are slightly favourite, but I'd say uh, I mean Mumbai are sli- not slightly favourite. They'd be uh, real favourite. And who finishes bottom? Which is the worst team that you can oh, see? Oh, I wouldn't say worst team, but I would say in terms of combination, I think Rajasthan have slightly more dependent on their overseas players. I wouldn't be wrong in saying that because they their core players are uh, overseas players and they they've, they've not clearly replaced uh, Azim Kerhani and they can never replace a guy with uh, such experience so I think they might finish last but again it's it's too harsh on them to call them as bad as being last Akash, it's been really good to have you back on the Cricket Budget Podcast. You were on it every week, sometimes twice a week, over the uh, summer last year. And we've not heard from you for a long time, so I'm sure the listeners have enjoyed having you back on. Akash, Siva Subramanian, thank you very much for joining me and uh, enjoy the IPL. Thank you, James. Thank you for inviting me and enjoy the IPL. As we say, nothing can get better than this.
Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.